This podcast was created on Messy. Create your own show today at Messy.fm. Welcome to Pace and Freedom. I am your host, James Pace. And as I said yesterday during my live cast on Facebook, I would try to get an episode out if I could. Now, hopefully I don't have any more technical issues. It looks like I fixed everything that I needed to fix. And I am able to record so far. So we'll give this a shot. During this episode, I do not have any guests. Uh, I wasn't able to lock in anybody. And then with all the technical issues, it wouldn't have worked out anyways. So that's a good thing because... It gives me the opportunity to talk more about the, the podcast. So far with the, the two official episodes that I came out with, I've had listeners ask me some really good questions and I'm going to address those as well. And I'm also going to address two topics during this show. But first, I want to talk about my Patreon page. So what Patreon is, it's a social media slash crowdfunder slash patronage uh, website where creators like myself, podcasters, YouTubers, uh, book writers, photographers, you name it. There's all kinds of creators and Patreon.com, some really good ones, too, that I've uh, ran into. And you basically get to support these creators by becoming their patrons. There is money involved, but it's always such a small amount. I mean, like, for example, for my Patreon page, you can become a patron for as little as $1 a month. I mean, what is $1 a month? You Today, you can barely buy a pack of gum for a dollar. So it, it's very minimal, and you get some pretty good benefits out of becoming a patron either on, you know, on mine or becoming a patron for any of the other creators. Uh, but obviously I'm trying to get you to become a patron to Pace and Freedom. And uh, you can become a patron for as little as $1 a month. That will get you uh, to become a shout-outs patron. The benefits of becoming a shout-outs patron is that you get a shout-out at the end of my next episode after you become a patron. And access to special content. And you get access to the Discord server. So for those that don't know what Discord is, it's once again another social media type uh, platform. It's like a group chat. Uh, there's different servers is what they call them. So those are like the different groups or organizations or whatever. And uh, you get on there and you can chat in the group. You can the cool thing about Discord is you can like kind of separate people that join the server into different roles and they get different permissions. So as a shout out, the, you get to see what people are talking about, but you don't get to participate. And you get access, uh, access to special content such as my bloopers after the show talks. If I'm still recording, we have some pretty good conversations or before the show talks. Uh, when I get sidetracked, for example, in episode one, I got sidetracked and started talking about minimum wage and a general aspect. And we had a really good conversation between me, Blair, Sano, Sarah Walker. And 
I edited it out from the episode because it wasn't really following on with the theme of the episode, but it was a really good talk. So I was like, oh, this is perfect for special content. And you'll get access to that if you become a patron. And it'll be on the Patreon, uh, Patreon page, and you'll be able to listen to it. Then you can become a Sharing is Caring patron for a minimum of $5 a month. So between $5 and $9 a month, you become a Sharing is Caring patron. And you get... You would also get a shout out. You would also get access to special content. You also get access to Discord, but you actually get to participate, so you'll get to chat. And get access to episodes before they go public 24 hours. So for the exception of episode 3, you would get access to tomorrow's episode today. So the same thing with the next episode, which would come out next Monday, not this Monday that you're listening to now, but the following Monday, you would get access to episode four, say, on Sunday, if you become a Sharing is Caring patron. And so I will donate half of your contributions to charity, whatever charity you like, I will donate to monthly. So if you become a patron, a sharing is caring patron, and your the minimum payment you're paying is five dollars a month, two fifty will go to charity, and then a percentage obviously goes to patron, and I get to keep the rest for using for the podcast. So I make sure that a good portion of it goes to charity. Then you can become a special person patron, which is a minimum of ten dollars a month. And a third of that will go to charity, and you get access to everything uh, that I mentioned before as a sharing is caring or shoutouts patron. Plus, once a month, you'll get to listen to me record live, and that's pretty cool. And not only you get to listen to me record live, you would also get to chat with me live as I'm recording with my special guests, and that way you can ask a question if you think that there's a question I should be asking or, you know, make comments and participate, which I think is pretty neat. And that will be available to you if you become a special person uh, patron. Another way I'm trying to get revenue for the podcast is through Anarcho Coffee, which I become affiliate of. So if you use the link that's in my Facebook page, I also have that link on Patreon you would get to purchase coffee using my link and, you know, I get some revenue from that. Anarcho Coffee is awesome. I am a coffee connoisseur, or at least I consider myself a coffee connoisseur, and I definitely like Anarcho Coffee. I'm particularly uh, biased towards black and gold, and they have some other good options. Just... Go to my Facebook page or my Patreon page, click on the link, and when you purchase, you would be supporting my podcast that way. So moving on, I'd like to address some questions that were asked by uh, some listeners, and they're really good questions. So, And they're common theme questions, so that's why I'm bringing them up. And one of the questions that was asked is, and I'll kind of interpret it, I guess. So, hey, James, how do I know who am I supporting if you're not using labels? You have guests on, and we don't know if they're a liberal or a conservative. 
uh, libertarian. You know what? That is, that is exactly my goal. I don't want you to take sides. I want you to listen to all parties in whichever episode and be able to make your own decision and take those facts and make your own ideas. If I mention who is what, because personally I don't like using labels, uh, and that might sound a little bit hypocritical of me because I, I consistently call myself a libertarian and I wear it with pride, but I don't like using labels because I don't want, normally when I start talking to somebody, I tend not to tell them what I am at first because I want them to just listen to me. I don't want them, as soon as I tell somebody that I'm a libertarian, they, they automatically shut off because they label themselves as either a liberal or conservative. And I will express my view. If I start with, I'm a libertarian and then express my view, they don't listen. They, they, they clamp up and they're like, close their ears and eyes and go, no, 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 no. I don't want to listen to you because I'm, I don't know if it's because you're afraid that I might actually make sense. You might agree. And you're like, then betraying your label or, you know, I don't know, but that's why I don't like using labels. And the goal of this podcast is for us to be able to listen unbiasedly to everybody involved in the conversation and for you to be able to make your own ideas. So let's just say if we were on the first episode and these are not the accurate labels, I'm not saying that Sarah is either a liberal or conservative. I'm not saying that um, Blair is a liberal or conservative, but for the sake of this argument, let's just say Sarah is a liberal and Blair is a conservative and you're a conservative, you're not going to listen to Sarah's views. You're going to shut her off and you're only going to listen when Blair talks. And that is a bias listening, right? Because I didn't mention who was what, you were able to listen to Sarah and you were able to listen to Blair unbiasedly and conclude that, hey, they actually agree on things. Sarah doesn't know or didn't know if Blair was conservative or liberal. And Blair didn't know if Sarah was conservative or liberal. And they were able to dis- have a, uh, an unbiased discussion that turned out beautiful, including with myself. They knew that what I was. So, but they're really good friends of mine and they, they, They've been great with me and they listen to me. So I appreciate that. And it doesn't mean necessarily that they agree with me. So a lot of people confuse listening with agreeing. You can listen to somebody and not agree to them or agree with them. But it's important to listen and not have a bias, um, view on things because then you will never have a conversation. So hopefully I addressed that question with that. I will never in any of my episodes label anybody. I want you to be able to listen to all sides unbiasedly and make your own ideas, make your own opinions and listen to facts. Um, there was nothing during the first episode or the second episode that we did not pull facts from somewhere else. 
and that leads to the next question um, that was asked. Well, where, yes, you've talked about the transgender issue in sports and, you know, who are you to, to say that males, transgender females, sorry, biological males are not participating equally with females, biological females. And we, and during that episode, we used actual biological facts to make the, certain determinations of what we were talking about and make our opinions based off of them. Same with second episode, uh, JT, he's an amazing IT and without a doubt, I know he knew what he was talking about and there was nothing that he spoke of that wasn't a fact. Uh, did he have certain opinions about things? Yes. Were those necessarily facts? Maybe, maybe not. But the facts, what we described as facts, were facts. So hopefully I addressed those those questions, and I'm looking forward to more episodes with more guests to have healthy discussions. I want to be able to fulfill this this vision that I have for this podcast, is to get people together and actually have educated, intelligent, non-argumentative, non-violent, non confrontational conversations and I think only that way we'll be able to work as a as a community work as citizens to really allow for each individual to protect their own liberties so we're moving on and there's two topics I want to talk about is immigration and prohibition now in this episode, since I don't really have guests on here and I'm a little bit ill-prepared for this episode because there was so many technical issues going on and you might not hear them uh, after I edit it all, but I'm having technical difficulties as we're going right now, plus me being sick. I haven't had the time to do a lot of uh, well, I did have time to do a lot of research, but I didn't have time to actually have them in front of me right now. I just wanted to be able to come out with a third episode. I wanted to be able to create some good content, something for people to listen to and know what this podcast is about. So for immigration, I want to kind of discuss the different views that people seem to have about immigration. And when I talk about immigration, I'm talking both about legal and illegal immigration. My utopia dream life would be... For open borders, people come in and out as they please and be productive in society. But I live in real life, in the reality, and we know that it is not possible, not at least not on my, in my lifetime, it's not possible for open borders for people to come in and out and, and do as they please and be able to participate in free market at least not at the time being, right? So that's why it's my utopia. That's why it's my dream world. It, it won't happen during my lifetime. But what could happen in my lifetime and what I would like to see in my lifetime is for for legal immigration to actually make sense, okay? And this is the problem that we have with left and right and with mainstream media. Mainstream media takes the left 
and put them on this far left pocket and takes the right and put them on this far right pocket and has this perception of when the left looks at the right, they're so far right that it just, we have to like disagree with them. And the right looks at the left and they're like, oh, they're so far left that I just have to dis disagree with them. But if we actually have a conversation like we do on this podcast, I can guarantee you that what we will find is we're actually all, that we're all in agreement with what we want to see with immigration in this country. What I see from the right is what they want is for immigration to be here legally and not abuse the welfare system. And I don't, you know, and I don't really think that that many immigrants are here abusing the, the welfare system. There might be some, and, I, and that's probably wrong. I think, personally, welfare is wrong to begin with. I don't think there should be welfare. If you're not making enough money, you know, you should be subsidized by government. I think that a free market would subsidize someone that doesn't make enough a lot more effective than the government. That's my personal opinion. Now, but going back to the immigration thing, the right sees that, okay, I want immigrants to come in through legal means and not abuse the welfare system. If they're coming here, they're coming to work, they're coming to visit, and then they either leave or they extend the proper way and still not abuse the system, work, pay taxes, so forth, and then eventually become citizens if they choose to. That's what the right, I would like to believe, and I hope that I'm right, that's what from the discussions that I've had with certain right-wingers. And again, I hate using these labels. I, I absolutely do. But to kind of show what mainstream media does in separating us, I kind of have to use these labels. Then you have the left. Well, the left also, believe it or not, wants to see immigrants coming in through legal means, but in a humanitarian way and in a safe way. So both sides are okay with immigration as long as they're being done legally, without abuse, safely, humanitarian, uh, in a humanitarian way. I absolutely don't see anything wrong with that. I absolutely agree with that. Oh my gosh, I am agreeing with both sides. Somebody Send me to an asylum. This is nuts. This is crazy. Okay. Enough fun. This is the issue. The issue is the government has set up an immigration system that is, one, broken, convoluted, complicated, expensive, and abusive. And when I say government, I am talking about both sides because if you go back to the Obama era, it was just as bad as the Trump era, if not worse. There were still people in cages. There were still people being separated. This happened during the Obama era as well. And it's happening still with the Trump era. It happened with the um, George Bush era. It, it's the same thing. The problem is we have a broken system that makes no sense. It's convoluted. It's complicated. It's expensive and unsafe. So why can't we come all sides and say and ask for our politicians ask for our representatives 
to fix the actual problem. We all know what the diagnosis is. We all know what the symptoms are. Now we just have to treat it. There's a cancer. We need to treat it. That's the immigration system that we have today. I know this from personal experience. The paperwork, the applications make no sense. I've done an application for someone to get their um, conditions removed for their green card so they can be here for another three years and then become a citizen. I sent that paperwork in. It took two weeks, almost three weeks to get reviewed. And then it was sent back to me in the mail saying there's errors in this paperwork. They do not explain what the errors are. They do not highlight what the errors are. They do not uh, help you with it. They don't say, hey, you just missed these spots or, hey, can you fill this out? This is not the right name. Nothing. They send it back to you. It's like, please complete this correctly and then send it back. So now you're either forced to go to a lawyer and pay hundreds to thousands of dollars for a lawyer. By the way, to send that application fee was over 600 bucks if you're not counting the postal um, fee to send it. Over $600 fee to send that paperwork in and have the conditions removed so you can stay here three more years and become a citizen late after. And then you are expected to take it to a lawyer and pay hundreds to thousands of dollars for a lawyer to review it and fill it out correctly and then send it back. By that time, your, your time here has expired. And now you would have to go separate from your family and uh, risk not being able to come back and never seeing your family again. So the immigration system is broken, and that's why we have these issues. We need to make an immigration system that makes sense, that is streamlined, effective, uh, logical, simple, not as costly. We can do that with today's technology easily. An application online, Canada does it. You fill out this application. Uh, if you're doing like this kind of work visa type thing, you do a test so you can see what kind of jobs you can maybe work at in Canada. And easy peasy, low cost. Yeah, you pay a fee, you know, but not as much. And come in, work, visit, leave, extend, become a citizen, pay taxes. It's that simple. That's what we need to fix. We need to make the immigration system make sense. It doesn't make sense now. It hasn't made sense. It has caused this crisis and this division. And we keep electing the same politicians that keep the same thing. And they all they do is point fingers and nothing gets done. So, what's the diagnosis? There's a cancer. We need to treat it. That's what you need to ask your representative to do. That's what you need to ask your politicians to do, is to treat the cancer. I'm off my soapbox. Well, not yet. Next topic. In California, marijuana is legal, recreationally and medically legal. Not in all California. There's actually several cities that have passed municipal laws that makes marijuana limited 
restricted, or complete prohibition. And I'm going to pick on Bakersfield. I ran into an article, and the reason I pick on Bakersfield is because I spent some time in Bakersfield. I lived there for a couple of years. Well, in Kern County. I lived in Kern County for a couple of years. Part in Bakersfield, part in Lake Sabella. And Kern County, the Board of Supervisors decided that for the safety of its citizens, that they will make the sale of marijuana illegal. So now that's considered a prohibition. So now you have some medical dispensaries they have until a certain date. I can't remember what the date was by midnight and they have to close shop. So it's legal in the rest of the state, but illegal in the, in Kern County, um, particular Bakersfield. And guess what? You will not be able to buy marijuana. So the next city closest to Bakersfield is a California city. I don't know how close exactly it is, but according to the article I read, the next closest city is California city where it is legal. And they took a step forward and made it legal to deliver marijuana. So say you go online and you purchase marijuana online you're technically purchasing it in California City and it's getting delivered to you to Bakersfield now California City is still taxing it so you're paying California City's taxes in order to be able to purchase your marijuana in Bakersfield and Bakersfield is making no money off of it where Where's the common sense here? Now, I believe in the article, I actually read a few articles, and I don't have them pulled up, but one of the articles mentioned that the Board of Supervisors said something along the lines, well, we wouldn't be making much money off of the taxes anyways. So let's go ahead and give those ta- that tax revenue to another city? I mean, it makes no sense. Prohibition has never made sense, okay? We've seen this over and over and over. Over in history, prohibition makes no sense. Prohibition, what it does, it causes violence, encourages violence, encourages black markets, encourages crime, encourages addiction, and it makes no sense. It's already legal in the state. So... That's my little soapbox there. I'm ready for a great conversation. Um, so I have a few guests lined up for future episodes. We're just trying to iron out some uh, wrinkles on the questions and on the research. And I'm looking forward to speaking Speaking to these guests, I'm looking forward to great conversation. Hopefully, I will get to touch these topics with uh, some special guests. And uh, I'm super excited about this podcast. I want to be able to thank my supporters. I want to be able to thank my friends and family that have supported me. 
on this new journey, on this new podcast. I will have a live podcast on the 30th. We'll be recapping the Democratic debate on the 30th. That's just part one. I would love to do part two, but I don't know if I have the time. I'm still working full time. This is not my full time job. So that will be a little bit complicated. But we will have a live show on the 30th, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time with my guests, TJ Squire and Mark Ellis, great friends of mine. We'll have a good time discussing and recapping the Democratic debate, having a, a good discussion about it. It should be a, an awesome time. So please tune in. Again, the 30th, that's Tuesday, July 30th, 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You'll be able to see it live on YouTube or through the Patreon page. And if you're a patron, you'll get to chat with us while we're live. And this will be available for all patrons. This one time, I will be opening Discord for the shout-out patrons to communicate and be part of the discussion. Again, become a patron. If you want to support this podcast, you want to help me create great content, become a patron for as little as $1 a month. That is such a small amount. And if you don't want to become a patron, that's fine. Buy some coffee. Anarcho coffee. Great coffee. Taste of freedom every morning in your cup. Just use the links that are on my Patreon page or on uh, my Facebook page. And there will be also probably a link on the description below. Once again, thank you so much for listening. I'm glad that I was able to record this. It was a pain in the butt because I still have some technical issues, but I'm going to edit it nice and it will be out uh, hopefully by Monday. So you're probably listening to it now, which is awesome. And I'm looking forward to great content, further content and great discussions with my guests I'm looking forward to July 30th for my first ever live episode, and that will be on YouTube. So make sure that you go to the Facebook page or the Patreon page, and the link to the live uh, episode will be there. All right. Thanks again. This is Pace and Freedom, and I'll see you next time.